Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much. Um, it's a beautiful day. I'm out walking as usual. Uh, it's hot, but I'll take it. Uh, gorgeous, gorgeous day and, and uh, grateful to the energies of the world. Um, for uh, giving us this day. I just finished watching a, a documentary on um, transgenders in India um, and learning about our ancient texts which talk about Ahambra uh, Masmi. Um, I am the cosmos. I am the Brahman is inside me because I am the cosmos. I am Brahman. I'm the cosmos. Beautiful documentary. Doing a lot of research. We'll do another podcast on it. And it's important to understand that. Um, we know that this is part of our culture from a very long time. Uh, today we're going to talk about something in between that precedes this. Okay. Um, precedes what is happening to many people uh, and why it's happening. Okay. So the topic today is called, what is racism? Uh, that's a debated topic all across the board it's uh yeah there's a lot of water under the bridge um race is a term um it's an ancient well it's a germanic term if i'm not mistaken uh but it it, it sort of evolved into meaning ethnic from ethnicities tribal ethnicities it has now come to evolve the color of your skin uh, but the color of our skin means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It does not define us. It is only for ignorance. And this topic... Um, and the reason is because we are physical and metaphysical. And the metaphysical is um, the metaphysical runs the shore um, the metaphysical runs the shore it's not the physical that runs the, sh- the, sh- the, the, sh- the shore as I was talking about it's an ancient term that means I am the Brahma Brahma which is the creator the co- which has created the cosmos um, uh, a creator that has created this cosmos and who I am part of. I'm one small frequency, a part of the frequency of the cosmos because the cosmos is in a huge electromagnetic field. Now that magnetic field, uh, our frequencies, uh, you know, um, and these frequencies have photosynthesized and metamorphosized to form a mass. And planets, atmosphere, species of life, and from that we get one of our many species is the human being. So inside all of us, we are, in reality, we are cosmic frequencies. That cosmic frequencies is created by the creator, the all uh, um, the, the the creator 
uh, should I say. And that crater is in ancient Sanskrit, it's called Brahman. Okay, the Brahman. Um, Brahma is the crater. Brahmasmi. Aham Brahmasmi. Um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right because my pronunciation can suck, okay? I apologize. The crater is Brahma. And we are the Brahman. Um, we are the creation. We are the electromagnetic field. And we're just a frequency, part of the frequencies of, of the crater. And that, my dear friend, is running the show, not your physical on the outside. So why have we defined ourselves by the physical and not the metaphysical? Well, first of all, we are ignorant. We have lost our knowledge. We have been, over the last 3,000 years, colonized by Abrahamic regimes, uh, a mentality of our minds. And that Abrahamic mentality started in the Levant, in an area which was desert, by people who were slaves. They were slaves for 300 years. They came out of their slavery and they created this. And what do you expect of people who have not had any education, not had any knowledge for 300 years, and then they come out and they write a book, and this book all of a sudden becomes splinters into other books, another ter- knowledge. And from that, we get you know, 3,000 years of ignorance, but you're going to have this. So over time, this has completely taken over uh, our lives, our beings, and now we have grace. Um, But if you understand very clearly, um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot. Um, I was going to say that um, they had no knowledge of the cosmos. Uh, they lived in the desert. And unfortunately, the tribal society of that time has now become the basis of all knowledge that tribal society of the Middle East has come full circle, that was, that over time became, uh, you know, they went all over the world, communities, and those communities have now become ethnicities, and that ethnicity has now become race. Uh, True lineage, very important. Tribal societies were all about lineage. Okay, um, it's very clear if you go look at the ancient Torah, the Hebrew Bible, the Christian Bible, the Quran. There's all tribal societies, and you have Yeshua ben Joseph, which is ben ben means son of. You have Osama bin Laden. Bin means son of. You have all the different uh, um, Arabic, uh, Arabian sultans and emirs, and they all bin, bin, bin. Why? Because they're son of, they still maintain that lineage. That lineage, that maintenance of the lineage, um, then became communities over time, ethnicities, 
and in Latin that is called caste. So in reality, caste, race, is descent through lineage and of your tribal society. Those tribal societies, those tribes were actually families at one point of time. So they're very important. They're very important. Um, But once you leave your continent or your space and you go to another land, you you don't go with your whole tribe. You go alone. And so how do you define yourself? You define yourself through your now it becomes your color then it became um, it, it became color it became um, you know ethnicity it became uh, community um, because you've lost that family tree you're going somewhere else alone and now you have to define yourself by something and you define it by your land, by your, by your region, by your... Now it becomes culture. But that culture is also, uh, uh, you know, an evolution of, of a region, a regional culture. Okay? So you say, I come from Kerala. i give you an example. I don't come from Kerala, but I'm just giving you an example. You come from Kerala, so you have Keralite culture. So I, my culture is regional. So you associate yourself with someone, something to show lineage. So that lineage, when they were also slaves, um, that slavery then took people away from their native lands. And how do you define them if you don't have any lineage? And that lineage became race, the color of their skin. And that's why we've come to color of their skin. So that's one point, okay? That's important. So race is is ignorance of your your color that has come through descent of your lineage for a particular land, region, continental, whatever it is, country, um, culture, uh, tribal, community, ethnicity. And that's what it is. Uh, now, that, that is one. But the question is, why is the discrimination, uh, descent between the two groups, that we don't understand that we are all aham brahmasma, brahmasmi, excuse my pronunciation, my friends. Why don't we understand we are all aham brahmasmi? Because we don't use the word, we've lost the knowledge. Also because people have forgotten that the earth is not flat, we are cyclic. So there will always be people on the ground compared to people on the top. Uh, Always, always. Um, We are not a flat earth, but we look like the earth is flat. Our energy field is not flat, our energy field is cyclic. That's why we have chakras. And that is important to say, chakras. Uh, Our chakras are cyclic and so once we go up we come down and so there will always be people at different levels different speeds uh, um, different heights of society we think that they are always in the same position but it's not true that's because um, a change in the cycle um, 
is generational. Okay, it's 72 years for one degree. Very important, 72 years for one degree. Uh, because we are the cosmos, the cosmos, um, and uh, the planet uh, cycle, the cycle of planet is called precession cycle. That's 25,920 years. And 25,920 years for 360 degrees, and we got 72 years for one degree. So that's how long it takes to change. But people don't understand that. So how come you haven't changed? I have changed with different levels in society. Perception is different. Angles are different. So at different times in society, you will have, um, at any given time, you will have, oh, here comes a nice car. I'm on the street walking because it's a beautiful day and the cars also like it. So sorry for that interruption. So um, what we need to understand at any given time, even if everyone understands you will always have someone up opposing you because you will have a different angle 360 degrees mean 360 dif different angles sub angles 360 different perceptions and that's all about and that's all of it um and so um that is why you have the problems now also um the earth is circumambulatory that means it, it wobbles like a um a top and at one time, you will see one continent is lower than the other, like a top. One side is higher. And there was a one time prior to about 2000 years ago, when the African continent had more power than the, uh, than the European continent. And because of that, the Africans had more power, they would overflow into the European continent. Because they overflew in the European continent, slavery was a thing of its time, and they made the European slaves. They made the European slaves. The Europeans were slaves of, of, the, um, of the Africans. And when that status quo changed, because the Earth is, is wobbling, there was a time when Africa went down and Africa went down which means only one thing the Europeans came up and the Europeans returned the favor because that was the mentality of its time that was the mentality of its time the Africans had made the European slaves and the Europeans made the African slaves because they then you know got together increased their power, united, and retaliated against the slavery of, of their people. But slavery was a thing of that time. It has nothing to do with race. Slavery has nothing to do with race. Slavery is part of the cycle of life. Slavery happens in every society. It starts at your home. It starts with the colonization of your mind. It starts with the rape of your mind, should I say, with an ideology to keep you stagnant. And once you're stagnant, they will use your, your mind and your body, your physical, to run an agenda and rape you, take your body and manipulate you, aggress you, because now you're weak. You don't have the entire cycle. You have just one angle. And so they keep you stagnant. Once you're weak, they will then abuse your physical after they've abused your mind.
So you can never allow someone to isolate you because that isolation means the manipulation of your mind in order to manipulate your body. Um, and so slavery happens in your home and in your communities first. Um, and so slavery happens in all society. Um, but that's how the slaves then became um, the Europeans on top of the Africans, but the Africans had the, uh, you know, had the power over the Europeans at one point of time. And that's important to un- understand, very, very important. Um, but because of this junction, because of this ethnicity, this community, this tribal nature, um, which has now evolved, the, the vocabulary has evolved from tribal to ethnicity to community to race to define your lineage. Because we have forgotten, although it's still there, we have just changed the vocabulary, but the mentality is still the same. Lineage was a very important thing of the past. It is still important today, but we have changed the vocabulary. So we don't see it. We think, oh, well, race. But true race, what are we trying to say? We're trying to give you lineage of the person. Um, we'll all say all the time, oh, she's of this lineage. She's from African-American descent. She's of European descent. She's of this descent, Japanese descent. Why are we talking about descent? Because you're talking to lineage. And that lineage is important, has always been important in society. And that lineage is now gone to race. But before, because tribal societies fought, we're still fighting. It's the same current and the same ways. Um, like I say, it's not the currents. It's not the waves that form the currents. It's the currents that form the waves. It's not the labels that define the mentality. It's the mentality that defines the label. If you change the labels, you change your vocabulary, it doesn't mean anything. It's still the same uh, mentality. If you change your labels, it means nothing, sorry. It's still the same mentality. So you have to understand the cycle form of it. The earth is not flat, unfortunately. Um, Abrahamic groups have made us flat earth but we are cyclic, we are currents and waves. If you want to know how the cosmos works, all you have to do is go to the beach, look, look at your, um, look at your, uh, at the the ocean and you see waves. What is forming those waves? Currents. So those currents are forming the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. And you can see for, it's the same cycle, okay? The, the length and the strength of the waves, the rhythm of the waves, too. It's the same over and over again. So that's very important to understand. Um, unfortunately, race has become such a thing that we don't refuse to understand it. It has also now become an ideological thing. So if you ideologically, you are not aligned with me, uh, even if you have the same race or same ethnicity, I can, um, I can, you know, discriminate or degrade you. And I'll give you one example of race. I will give you one example of race. Um, in the United States, 
there is a, there are Supreme Court judges. I think there are nine, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure about the number. And one of them is an African American man, Judge uh, Justice Clarence Thomas. Extremely uh, uh, fantastic, uh, you know, justice um, of the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And um, he's been there for a very long time. If I'm not mistaken, it's the 90s. He's a conservative. But let me tell you, the left, the Democrats, have spewed nasty, racist, disgusting language on him. Okay. Um, Absolutely disgusting language on him. He is wild by the Democrats. He is, you know spat on i'm talking verbally uh, not physically but he, he 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 is a fantastic judge whichever side you come from now he's got a ethnicity but why are they not liking him because a race can also include your ideology so a lot of people like using the term racist racist that means a broader discriminative term uh but in, in reality, they can use race also to camouflage that you do not belong to my ideology. Even if the two people belong to the same ethnicity, if you don't belong to the same ideology, they will spew negativity on you. So this race is just a camouflage for supremacy. Okay, People who have a huge ego and want to protect their hollow ego, they're absolute supremacists. Um, they think that they are the truth, the way to life. Only us, we're the truth, the way to life. Um, they, will, uh, they will camouflage their supremacy and their ideology with, with racism. And say, oh no, it's race, racism, discrimination. No, they, their deflection of race onto you is a camouflage and a scam for their supremacist mentality. Write that down, my friends. When someone points the finger at you as and accuses you of racism, phobia, um, accuses you of ignorance, accuses you of a lot of things, of uh, intolerance, phobia, dysphobia, that phobia, it is a camouflage and a scam for their supremacist mentality that they are deflecting on you. And giving you an impression that you're the problem, in reality, it's the three fingers pointing at them. Because remember, it's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. So when you point your fingers at someone, you do not define who they are. But when you point your fingers at someone, you show me a mirror image of who you are. Because it's your currents that form the waves. You will only meet people who are a mirror image of who you are. Remember that. So don't point fingers at them because the three fingers are pointing back at you. When you are protecting a hollow ego and a hollow ideology uh, and, and a supremacist ideology, you will deflect that supremacy by degrading others to justify your power over them. It's all a game of power now. So racism is a game of power. It has nothing to do with ethnicity. It has nothing to do with your lineage. It is a game of power. It is there to deflect 
someone's supremacy and ideology and hollow ego and to put, uh, to deflect someone's acu- um, ignorance and hollow ego onto others to degrade them and to hold on to power or to generate power but it's the absolute wrong way of doing it because it will take you down um there's another judge called Justice Janice Rogers Brown. She was a uh, um, she was a Supreme Court Justice of the of the California sorry not the Supreme Court California Supreme Court Justice, um, and she was chosen by George W. Bush um, in the early in the early uh, time of his presidency, early 2000s, to the D.C. Circuit, and the Democrats. Now she was of African origin. Uh, heritage. The Democrats filibustered her. That included Biden, uh, Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Dianne Feinstein, um, and they filibustered means that means they use their um, filibuster is means you need a certain amount to um, to stop to 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 approve a Supreme Court just a, a justice. You need a certain amount of votes. And uh, if they have more seats, then they can, they can, you know, filibuster you. They can uh, use their votes to, to say, no, uh, we're not going to let her go. And these so-called leftist uh, protection, protectors of, uh, yeah, uh, of inclusivity um, who, go, who, who, who have formed their um, whole uh, platform on accusing, Accusing others of racism, blah, blah, blah. That is defining, that is an ignorance uh, that is inconceivable. Uh, they are the ones, the biggest, um, you know, um, what can I say? Uh, uh, biggest hypocrites that you can come across. They are the biggest hypocrites, hypocrites that you can come across. Because any time you do not agree with their ideology, they will, they will deflect a racist accusation on you. Their racism is the actual three fingers pointing back at them because they are protecting their supremacy and their power by making accusations of ethnicity and lineage on you when actually the problem is them. So when you, don't, when you define someone, um, uh, the only, there are people who will define someone only as black and, and Hispanic in the States if they're in agreement with their own ideology. Um, not because of their real, um, not because of their real ethnicity or lineage, and so on and so forth. I will give you another example, and that example is that example is the rights, you know, in France. Um, we talked about it yesterday. These riots was sparked by uh, a young teenager, 17 years old, who was killed in, in a police shootout. Okay, that was him. Why did the officer act as trigger happy? Because the police are brutal? No. Um, a couple of weeks ago, if you knew, okay, there was... Um, a couple of babies, children in a park, who were stabbed by a migrant man, I think. 
I think he was of African descent, but I could be wrong. Okay. So, um, effectively, it's important to understand that the police were not there. Uh, they couldn't come on time. They, they stabbed these, these children. So, the police have been given orders, complete orders, to do one thing and one thing only. If you see someone breaking the law, you stop them immediately. Now, there were no riots. There were no riots back then when those street children were stabbed or the people in the park. There was no rights at all. Um, why were there no rights then? I mean, after all, you, you care about death. You care about children being stabbed. Why are there no rights? But because this is hypocrisy, it's not about racism. So all over the world you go, you see, oh, the French are racist, the French are racist. Oh, the French have a, their social injustices with the, social injustices with the migrant community. But that's wrong. You see the migrant community causing, uh, stabbing people, killing people, raping people. So you have energy to kill and do negative and disturb the peace. But you do not have... Um, but the same energy you cannot use for something constructive. Whose fault is that? You've got energy. You've got the ability to kill people. But you don't have energy to use that same energy. Uh, you don't have the intelligence to use that same energy. That's not, that's not racism. That's hypocrisy. They, because they're being funneled and, f and, and, and fed a steady form of hate, negativity in their homes, in their communities, by these mullahs, tullahs, the community leaders. They've been fed with this in order to keep them on the plantation and keep spreading hate on people, disturbing society, so that they can take over society at one point or the other. And this is how Islam you know, conquered uh, Europe at one time, almost. They conquered the uh, Spain, by this, by negativity, and they keep, no, we are the peaceful people, we were tolerant, but where's your tolerance now? So I'm not saying it's right to kill someone, it's not the right to kill a teenager, but it goes both ways. There were no rights. There's only one community rioting, one community. And that's the Islamic community. They always seem to have problems. Now let me give you an example of that. And they, they, they're ones who were talking about race, race, race. Of course, you've got Africans too, but Africans also have been, um, Africans of all descent, Africans, Africa has um, been colonized by Islam and Africa has been colonized by Europeans, including the French and the English. The Italians, a little bit Germans, a little bit Belge, but they've been conquered. But at the same time, um, it's the same mentality, absolutely same mentality of supremacy that is being deflected on others to justify your power grab on a situation. You want power, so you deflect, you, you, pro you, pro you protect yourself, your, your supremacy, your ignorance with um, a threat, an accusation and you deflect it on someone else just to define, to protect your position in that situation, um, which is absolute ignorance. 
Now, let me give you, I talked a little bit about Islam and the brides. And you always see this problem coming all over the place. All over the world, they are the same people who have the problem, okay? Um, not all, okay? Obviously not all. But there's always right. Now, I will give you an example, a very good example, um, of why this happens and why they're the only ones calling race, 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 race. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the only ones. You get Africans too. And now it's taken on by every community. Even Indians go, oh, racism. Uh, I, I'm sorry, it's absolutely disgusting. So let me explain to you. Um, I saw on a video on YouTube, and that video was on a platform called Recast Online. It was about Pakistan, our neighbor. Okay. And they, there was a seminar given by the OCCI thing, Offsea Investors uh, for Pakistan or Overseas Investors for Pakistan. Basically, people of Pakistan, they said, very, very nice people, intelligent people, business people. And they're having a uh, seminar to understand what was going wrong. Why is the country failing? This was a, a couple of years ago, not recently. And a very interesting seminar. Okay. And there was this one person... I think G.S. Khan is his name, a very well-spoken gentleman. And he, he told it like it is. And let me explain to you what he said. He says, why is Pakistan failing? Why don't you have economics, employment? Why? Let me explain to you. He says, if you go, if you would go and take over another planet and, and you would be told to choose any land that you want and make your country on it, on any planet... So you go to Mars tomorrow. You're going to colonize Mars. And you're saying, well, Mars is us. I'm going to take this part of land. I'm going to call it mine by my name. And now it becomes my land. Would you go then? Would you do it? He said, no, I would still come back to Pakistan. Why? He says, let me explain to you about Pakistan. Pakistan has $200 billion worth tons of coal in the Tar Desert. If Pakistan had started this energy journey, energy, a new energy policy journey 25 years ago uh, on tar coal, it would have replaced all the KNLG-based plants, um, all the furnace oil plants, and saved $5 billion a year. And that $5 billion is exactly what Pakistan's um, deficit, uh, bank account deficit every year, which is accumulating $5 billion times 25 years um, he said Pakistan has got the capacity for wind power generation for 43,000 megawatts um, it it has so much of capacity of solar energy yet it uses only 0 0.007 um, it's got 80 billion 80 billion dollars worth of copper reserves 30 billion dollars of gold reserves um, um, and it's got 37 uh, million hectares. Did you say million? I'm not sure. A thousand, probably. Uh, of arable land. Yet, he says Holland is 16 times smaller, but exports 11 times more agri-products, agriculture products than Pakistan. Population-wise, Pakistan has got 130 million uh, people below the age of 30, so they don't have an aging population. Technology services are required. 
and they can invest in all of that. They've got the money, they've got the natural resources. Uh, he says, Pakistan neighbors two of the greatest, biggest economies in the world. One is China, one is in India. They are not in any um, relationship with India, which, with China. They are in a deficit relation. That means they import more than they export. So it's not a relationship. When you're on the receiving end and you've got to pay, you're a slave. You're not in any relationship. It's not an equal relationship. Uh, he says, Pakistan sits on land that is uh, an ancient Silk Road, which means that um, they have access to uh, their land is uh, the access to Central Asia. Um, Pakistan commits, uh, connects the Middle East uh, to South Asia um, and to Central Asia. Um, but yet, Pakistan has failed. 75 years. Even the Mughal Empire, who they were trying to imitate, did not, did lasted longer. The, the person who did the most in the Mughal Empire was Akbar. Okay, and the rest all fed off him. Jahangir, Sajahan, Aranzad fed, fed off him. Okay, and his money, which finally dwindled into nothing by the time Sajahan came, and that's why they had to go back into, you know, invading and jihad and, and um, jizya and things like that. Um, and but at least they lasted a little while. Pakistan is not going to last that long. Uh, it's 75 years. And I think Akbar almost lasted, you know, almost, which is almost Akbar's time. What, when did Akbar take part? 50s in 1650 something? And no, 15 something. 50 years approximately, 51 years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that's as much as the time as you know, Pakistan. And they, they're failing. It's, it's a failed state. And why? They've lost complete economic control because they've invested in global conflict instead of global trade. Okay, this, these were his words. In other words, they invested in jihad, um, international terrorism instead of IT, international technology or IT, internet technology. This is the problem. And they are still investing in in global conflict run by Iran, run by the Muslim Brotherhood, complete and utter run by them. Their goal is to create tensions all over the world and then pretend to be victims, pretend to be, um, and this is the, this is the, this is the establishment. I'm not talking Mr. and Mrs. Every Day. Okay. I'm talking about the ideology and I'm talking about the establishment, not Mr. and Mrs. Every Day. Very important to understand. So Muslim Brotherhood um, and the Muslim and um, Iran and other countries, Qatar is investing in global conflict, not in global trade. And Pakistan is the seat of that. They were, they are big allies of the Muslim Brotherhood. They are, they were the seat of the Muslim Brotherhood for a very long time. Uh, they gave the Muslim Brotherhood space in their country because they wanted to promote Islam. And it was over after that. And that's why Pakistan has failed. But now, instead of, they can't tell the world that they've invested and still investing in global conflict. They are, they're investing in global um, violence everywhere. So they blame everyone as racist. They cover it up with racism. They cover it up with uh, jihad. They cover it up with Islamophobia. But their Islamophobia and racism are accusations 
that is a that is a definition of who they are it is a cover-up for supremacist power um it's a power balance that is uh, there to take over the world and to define the world by their ideology their ego and that my dear friends, is what their racism is all about. That is why you had the riots in France. That is why you have the riots all over India for 1,300 years. This is why Islam has been in conflict with the world since 13, 1,400 years. That is the reason. They show you a nice picture, but in the inside, that money that they collect for, jihad, for zakat, for donations, are going to one thing and one thing only global conflict to take over the world so they they spin a narrative they they indoctrinate you the people in these mosques they indoctrinate 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 you they show you only a negative they'll keep you on a negative plantation and that negative plantation then becomes anger and that overflows into something else and then they call you racist but the three fingers are pointing back at them you don't understand that until you understand the concept of race and power it's a power balance and a power struggle that's all it is camouflage with ethnicity and lineage the christian churches were the same and the church in india is the same exactly the same you have the manipur right exactly the same the church wants power the church wants land 90 percent of manipur is it belongs to the christians but they are still fighting they have no decency to give share the land with someone else they want to take over all the land they do not want the hindus to protect the land and that's why they say no we're not going to allow you to do what you want to do because we want the entire land what is that power once they get the entire land it's over they will separate and the church will then use that as a balance as a base to do one thing and one thing only take over that entire region and once you take over the region slowly by slowly they will take over the east coast and they will fight with the muslim because the muslims are the different are the highest group there so their goal is still colonial power and they will indoctrinate you they will isolate you they will feed you with negative narratives for 2000 years they have fed you with the same narrative of we are persecuted but you'll become persecuted if you feed that knowledge to yourself and you will manifest that same persecution but they don't understand of course they understand they're just doing it because people don't understand so it's time that the people understand the the theater of power that's behind this and once you understand the theater of power then you can fight this off and that's why i left because they used me about among other people not me person not me personally but my community and every other christian community as a theater of power back to the theater of power indoctrinate you feed you with the narrative of persecution and then use you to fight this victimhood and and all of this narratives and nonsense and try and sell you the kingdom of god we're doing this so that you go to the kingdom of god we didn't ask to go to the kingdom no but the kingdom of god is good okay you go why should i have to go because we want to help the world save the world because the rest of the world are heathens that's what they do that's what they tell you but in reality it's about power and so, my dear friend, that theater of power is camouflaged by ethnicity, by communities, by lineage. And that lineage has now become race. And that accusation to camouflage their power, uh, their power-centric uh, activities, 
is now called racism. It's an accusation to deflect and rule and to camouflage the theater of power and its antics that are going on behind the scenes. In reality, when someone does it to you, tell them it's a three fingers are pointing back at you. It's your trauma, your negativity that you're defining others by. So on that note, I hope I've spoken about uh, race and its antics. Um, and all that's going on. This is just a concept. It happens all over the world. Remember, disagreement is not discrimination. Very important. This disagreement is not discrimination. I thank you for your time. I wish you all the best. And I hope that uh, we have talked about something today. Please share this podcast with your friends, family, and um, have that discussion. Have that discussion with your friends and family. And until we meet again, cheers.